Hello and welcome to Critical Pediatric Podcast which is all about our journey during pediatric residency and much more. I'm your host Ajay and welcome to another brand new episode of this podcast. In today's episode we are discussing about pediatric endocrinology for subspecialty training after the pediatric residency. And I have with me Nikhil who is a pediatric endocrinologist trained in India and abroad. Welcome to the show Nikhil. Hello Ajay. Let's start with a bit of a cliche question. Why did you choose endocrinology for further training? Well, I always wanted to pursue a specialty after pediatrics. I mean, I was fortunate to work in and get exposure to almost all specialties during my residency. It was not until the last 3 months of my residency I decided to do pediatric endocrinology. I mean, it was during this posting in Pedendo I was clear that I want to do it. Uh, the reason is very simple. I just love it. I mean, I feel it's a very challenging branch and the challenge it post i enjoy it daily i mean you have to be very meticulous and alert while dealing with children having endocrine disorders it seems to be a complex branch but with the right approach and training it can be simplified it excites me every time i succeed in helping a child with endocrine disorder fantastic moving on to the training pathways how one should pursue uh, training in pediatric endocrinology especially in india So there are a few ways to get trained in India. Uh, DM in pediatric endocrine is being offered at PGI Chandigarh, and it's the only institution which is giving that. It started in two thousand eighteen. Fellowship courses are being run at many institutions, including government and private. Uh, those at medical colleges are offered via university, and most of the private institutions have institutional fellowship that are not affiliated to any university. and can you compare these training options well if you are aiming at a degree or a course recognized by a national medical council then you should go for dm uh, it can fetch you a better position in the future it's a 3 year course and dm have an academic advantage over fellowship however the learning opportunities are similar if not better in most of the fellowship centers the majority of fellowship programs are being run by pediatric endocrinologists who have been trained at higher centers out of india this gives an opportunity to inculcate the tangential thinking and approach needed for the complexities also majority of the fellowship programs are of two years duration which is a good time to spend in pedendo great um when there is no central process um it, it's uh, it becomes more confusing to choose uh, the training institutes do you have any checklist to share with us Well the aspect one must observe while choosing the training institution includes number one clinical work government institution have plethora of clinical patients when it comes to endocrinology a workup is very important some government programs do offer support but it is only for the treatment and not the diagnosis since in india patients have to spend from their pocket you may not be able to get the whole picture of the patient which includes the clinical biochemical radiological and genetics private hospital program have an advantage of detail and thorough workup but the classical uh, cases are less as compared to the government ones also the overall workload is usually not as high as a government setup 
Number two, teaching. This is an extremely important and one must never overlook it in my opinion. Interaction with a mentor during case discussions and seminar helps to clear the mind and thought process of a mentee. There is no standard protocol of teaching so one have to inquire individually at the institution from previous past fellows and mentors about the teaching. Research uh, in my opinion is another important aspect because endocrine is a heavily research oriented branch. One must look at this aspect seriously. This area is many a times ignored in different training programs of our country. So do inquire about the scope of research at the institution you wish to apply. A few institutions do provide fine opportunities for research in pediatric endocrine. Number four, laboratory. Uh, understanding how different biochemistry assays are done helps an endocrinologist in its practice. A candidate should have an exposure of at least once a month or fortnightly uh, about the biochemistry lab. Other subspecialties in the hospital. Interdisciplinary management of patient is very important as holistic management is the way forward. And it requires all the subspecialties in pediatrics to be there and you need to work together. So have a look at this aspect in the institution you wish to apply. Stipend. I mean, there is no standard protocol as such in fellowship. One will have to inquire at the institution individually. And however, the stipend in the DM is fair. And can you can you name some good places which fit in the checklist which you just mentioned? Um, for fellowship, I think HCJ, MRI and Jahangir Hospital in Pune Indira Gandhi Institute of Child Health in Bangalore, Regency Hospital in Kanpur, SGPGI in Lucknow and Wadi Hospital in Mumbai are few which are coming in my head right now. And for DN Pediatric Endocrine, only PGI Chandigarh is offering this program. Fantastic. And what are the training opportunities outside India if one chooses to go outside India abroad? What are the options available? For training abroad, there are many options which includes the United States of America, the United Kingdom and Australia. Uh, if you want to do a short three or six month fellowship, European Society of Pediatric Endocrine also provide you that. And similarly, a short term fellowship by International Society of Pediatric and Adolescent Diabetes is a good opportunity to learn. If you want to get trained in the US, you need to go through their USMLE and then complete the pediatric residency followed by a two years fellowship program. For the United Kingdom, you need to have MRCPCH with a national training number. Then at level three of your training, uh, you can undergo CCT training in specialty. In Australia, if you have a basic training in pediatrics of three years, you can apply for specialty training in the individual institution for FRACP. If you are accepted by the institution, then you will have to go through their process of getting registered in Australian Medical Council and pursue your fellowship for a maximum of two years. Nikhil, it will be interesting to know about your typical day um, during the training period. My typical day during residency was to go have morning rounds uh, of the admitted oh. patients, do morning dynamic stimulation tests and workup of the patients. Uh, we used to have four clinics per week, two in the morning and two in the evening. And there was one dedicated diabetes clinic per week. In afternoon times, you used to go and counsel the parents and child uh, of different endocrine disorders and educate the family of a child having type 1 diabetes or other type of diabetes. 
used to have twice weekly teaching and rest of the time it was like understanding the biochemistry and also work in the research lab on different projects sounds great uh, what about the employment and economic prospects in your subspecialty as a dedicated and exclusive pediatric endocrinologist i think the employment can be in a corporate hospital and in establishing your own setup only money prospects are not like an intensivist or a general pediatrician but it will keep you comfortable medical colleges are not open to employ one as a full time pediatric endocrinologist you need to work in pediatrics department and develop your own division of pediatric endocrine what is the most rewarding part of what you do as a endocrinologist of small babies i feel the majority of endocrine disorders there is a treatment it's like uh, there is a way out and you can remarkably improve the life of a child there are hardly any situations like a dead end wall and you cannot do anything for the child the treatment is very specific and targeted so you have to be sure about the diagnosis the response can be measured in endocrine disorders the happiest part to me is seeing the child getting better and measuring the response in various ways dealing with adolescent is equally interesting and relishing i feel and when you transition them to adult endocrinologist you feel like you have done uh, something good for their life and have been a part of their life too moving on to some realistic difficulties are there any shortcoming uh, you see in this branch the shortcomings include i think the branch is still not well recognized by indian medical council the waiting time to get settled is slightly longer and the monetary prospects are not as high as compared to other branches until you uh, plan to settle in a metro and also do you think adult endocrinologists are overlapping in the in the practice well in this country uh, anybody is allowed to practice the way they want it is up to the individual doctor and patient um, the branch of pediatrics is different from that of adult medicine and we need to remember that children are not small adults they are just children and in my opinion uh, one need to know pediatrics before treating uh, patients in pediatric endocrinology however it's the patient's choice whom they want to see the way out of it as i see will be to create more awareness about pediatric endocrine disorders in pediatrics community and also among the parents in general population very well said i think this is true about most of the subspecialties and things are getting better day by day this this is happening in almost every subspecialty in pediatrics now so that was some fantastic information thank you nikhil for coming up on the show thank you very much that was nikhil on all about why and how of pediatric endocrinology training you can find the links to more posts exploring uh, career options in after pediatric residency below the show notes and for now bye bye and i will see you in the next episode